Hi, this is Heather Pickin, host of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Masterclass. You're going to learn in 90 days or less how to take your business to the next level. You want to go to the next level, you've got to align your mind to your vision and you got to take action. So I want you to take notes and I also want you to consider to upgrade to the Fearless and Fabulous Bundle. What that is, is experts paid products. Give it to you for only $97. This is important because it's supporting a cause called She Should Run. And that is about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. I want you to be a fearless woman. Stand in your power and know what you stand for. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another masterclass of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Entrepreneur Summit. I am so excited. I am definitely inspired every time I do one of these. And I want to share uh, a little bit about my next guest and her topic is going to be Stories That Sell, Three Keys to Gain Confidence, Inspire Action and sell more with powerful stories. So I cannot wait to hear uh, what my next guest is going to share with us. And keep in mind, when you're listening to this, I want you to take notes, number one. Number two, I want you to ask yourself an empowering question, what you can do in the next 90 days with the material that you're gonna be uh, hearing today. So I wanna welcome Dr. Michelle Gunderson, and I wanna tell you a little bit about this phenomenal woman. Uh, she is a visionary who teaches uh, other visionary messages, messengers how to tap into the secret power of story to catapult both their businesses and their lives. Uh, she's a best-selling author and former university instructor. She's also known uh, by many as the breakthrough story expert. Uh, she helps heart-centered entrepreneurs create empowering stories in every aspect of their businesses, from speaking and networking to managing a team to getting the words out. Uh, so I'm really excited to hear more about that. Her clients go from not knowing what they want to offer to creating five or six figures uh, a month in, in the businesses that they love. Uh, when you discover your own empowering story with Michelle, you can learn how to play more, have fun, create a profitable business, and powerfully share your gifts uh, with the world. So I, I just love this uh, concept about uh, creating inspiring stories. So Michelle, thank you so much for being my guest today. Heather, I'm just delighted to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, and, and let's dive right into this. I, I really want to, um, you know, first, I, I think the first question I want to ask you, why is it important to have a story as it relates to your business? Oh, Heather, that's a great question. And it's related to everything that we do. It's in, uh, we're, we're telling stories right now when we speak, when we're networking, when we are um, in sales, uh, every aspect, when we're talking to our team, when we're talking to our kids about you know, why we're working instead of where we're with them at the moment. It's in every piece of what we do in our lives. And um, it's in every aspect of our business, marketing to, to joint venture um, partners. We're, we're always telling stories, Heather. And, and sometimes we don't even know we're telling stories. That's one of the problems, right? <laughs> we're telling stories at every aspect. So it's not just your bio. It's not just your testimonials. It, it touches absolutely every aspect of what we do. So, um, of course, it matters. We want to learn to um, harness that power 
in order to attract the right clients, serve the right people, and, and grow our businesses really exponentially. That's what I've seen with so many of the people that I work with. Super fun. I love that. And I know we're going to talk about the three keys. And I, I want to share a little story about how I know what the work that you're doing is so important because when I am speaking, it was interesting um, a few years ago when I was speaking, I didn't really want to tell my story. And I thought, well, I just need to talk about this subject. And I was wrong because I found when I was doing that, it didn't really, uh, you know, connect or convert with my ideal clients. However, when I started to tell my story and I was really in my head about it, that's when things really started to change in my business. So I'm really glad that you're talking about, you know, that, you know, that, that we need to have a story. There is a formula on doing that. So that being said, what is the very first thing that uh, we need to know about this uh, formula? Thanks, Heather. Well, the very first thing I want to say is that uh, it's related to what I said a moment ago. Stories are everywhere. They're, the first key is that we have to understand it's not just in that little piece of our story that we t tell from stage or in this little you know, 30-second elevator pitch. All those things are important. But stories are in every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our um, companies. And so when we can understand that, we'll know that we're not just um, telling a, a story over here. We're, we need stories absolutely everywhere. And we can't step outside stories. I, I, I've given this assignment to my students sometimes. I go away for a week before um, a, a retreat that I teach called Quantum Leaps and where we're really taking a huge leap in our lives. Go away for a week. Go find a place that's outside story for me. And they can't find it. They can't find it. They go, how about here, Michelle? No, there's a story. You know, how about this place? So, so we both need to, we need, we need to harness the power of story in multiple levels, both the stories that we tell and then the stories that are inside us. So we need to know the very first key is knowing that the stories are everywhere. They're inside us as well. And if we're not aligning those stories, I mean, Heather, you talked about, wow, I was not wanting to tell my story. And, and as long as that was inside you, right? I guess, I mean, you're the, you're the final judge of that. But as long as that was inside you and you're something in you pulling back, then the story right. that's inside you isn't matching the words that are outside and then nobody can hear you. It's one of the reasons, one of the things I teach is that, you know, on, over here, somebody's saying some words and nobody's listening to them. Over here, Somebody's saying the same words, everyone's listening to them. You know, why the difference? Well, the story has to be aligned. So the very first key is you need to know that we live in a sea of stories and, and stories are really powerful. I mean, think Gandhi, think Martin Luther King Jr. They, they moved the world. They move the world with their stories. So it's really important to be able to harness it. And the very first key, know that it's everywhere. It's not just this little piece. Then I can start to tap into the power. Then I can start to play. I love that. You know, I think it's just giving us permission to say, wait a minute, we, we have a story. Uh, we, you know, there's already content in whatever format it, it, it's in. So what would be the, the second thing? So like if we're, if we're doing this like in 90 days or less in finding the story, uh, do you find that there is a perfect place to kind of find that, like to really kind of brainstorm that out? Well, I'm so glad you asked that, Heather, because, it, well, okay, well, if there's stories everywhere, what, sh what should I do? And really, you know, the second key and, you know, it, whether it's uh, a period of 90 days, which is really important to have those goals, or what am I going to do in this time, time frame, right? Whether it's 90 days or um, uh, a week or what I'm going to do today, we need to be able to think at all those levels and that vision for, you know, a year as well, but take that 90-day chunk. Um, 
we need to know that some of the stories that we're telling, some of them are empowering and some of them aren't. And um, it seems, uh, it's, it's actually what I did my PhD in, Heather. I wanted to understand, you know, what is it that, um, what are the stories that really allow us to move the needle? And what are the stories that, that, that pull us back in ways that we don't even know? We're hearing stories from our church, from our families, from uh, other entrepreneurs around us about what we're supposed to do and not do. And it can be a confusing world. But when we just um, slice through all that and start to feel like, well, some of the stories are, are empowering and some are not. And one of the things I can do, like sometimes I'm telling a disempowering story, I don't even know it. Can I check in with my body? It's one thing you could do in these 90 days too. Like check in with my body. How does it feel? Mm. Yeah. You know, tight throat and uh, tight shoulders and um, sore back and everything is tight around me. There's a disempowering story somewhere in me that's blocking the words that I'm using to try to reach people. So, so the, you know, first you got to know stories are everywhere. Then there, some of them are empowering. Some of them are disempowering. The, the, very, the third key is like, you got to choose, you got to choose. And um, how do you, well, how do you do that? Well, again, check in with your body and check in with your results. Mm. Check in with your results. If your results are not what you want them to be, there is a disempowering story somewhere and you can't even get to those, you know, those goals. You have a vision, you chunk it down. I mean, people know that, that that's what we need to do and they take an action and so on, but we're not even going to be able to get ourselves to take those actions unless we have um, an empowering story that fuels that, that an empowering story about the actions that we want to take, an empowering story about that vision. I mean, think um, Luke Skywalker, you know, <laughs> Star Wars, and, and he doesn't get up out of his um, farm uh, life until he has this beautiful vision about what he wants to do, and he has a story that he can engage in that allows him to sit out on that, on that hero's journey. I mean, we're all on a our own hero's journey as an entrepreneur. So, so we need to know that some of the stories are empowering, some aren't. Check in with your results, check in with your body. Mm. And then make a change and learn about um, how stories work because we're all, always already in one whether we know we are or not. Did I answer your question, Heather? What was the question? Yeah, absolutely. And you actually answered it like there, there's like another layer that I'm hearing. It's this unconscious programming mm. that if we have a story that is disempowering, we can't really, you know, share who we are and play full out in the world if we've got that that story running in the in the background of our mind. Oh, absolutely. I mean, let me give you an example. One of my clients, Katie, she, you know, she's young, beautiful. She's in her twenties, and and so you wouldn't think there'd be any disempowering story. She'd already done a lot of inner work. I I expect a lot of people listening here have already done a lot of the work. You've done the heavy lifting already, right? And um, so she was like that. Already had quite a bit of success, and. Um, but she was carrying the story inside her. She didn't even know she was doing it. It's like it was a story about aging. She wasn't even 30. And as we sussed out this story that was going on, she, she created these outrageous goals for a year, like the really big ones. I want to earn my money uh, writing for the very first time. And I want to become a freelance writer, writer. And I want to find my soulmate, you know, like not small things, right? And she met them all by March 1st. She found this one story inside her released that story, started matching the, the words that she was saying with what was inside her and all these huge goals she had. It was like, well, now what, Michelle? Now, now what do I do, right? So if you want to have a 90-day plan, you want to find out the stories that are inside you. Then you also want to engage in an empowering story in the, in the words that you tell others, right? Because we know there's an old adage in, in sales, you know, facts tell, stories sell. Well, well why is that? 
Why is that? It's because the facts themselves, how we're aligning them, it's telling a story and we don't even know it. Mm. Right? And so it, 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 it might be a disempowering story. It might be no coherent story whatsoever. There's not a place outside story. So we have to learn the you know, art and science of technology in order to be the one in the driver's seat. I mean, story, it's the technology, the art, um, the, the science of, of how things change. You know, something happens to someone. So we right. want to be in the driver's seat of that, both for our clients whose lives we want them to transform for our own lives, for what we're doing in order to reach those, those, you know, those goals. So yeah, absolutely. You have to know what's on the inside. I have to know what's on the outside as well. I, I love that. I mean, it's so powerful in, in the example that you gave with one of your clients. I mean, what do you find if we're talking about the mistakes, obviously you don't want to have a disempowering story. You want to kind of identify what that is. What, what are some of the other things that you find uh, coaches or consultants really get stuck um, when it comes to having this, this powerful story, like putting it out there yeah. and really making a difference in the world? Great question. Great question. So let me give uh, one really important tip about, you know, how we can tell where this is disempowering story and then how we can switch it around because it's crucial. Otherwise, we'll have these beautiful 90-day plans and they look perfect on the wall. It's so empowering. It's so it's such a great vision, but we actually don't even really believe it or we don't know how we're going to get there and we start working too hard. We don't know how we're going to do it. And um, so one way to, and, and one thing that you want to check in with is, um, do you ever start saying, you know, oh, things started, started out well, but you know, then, then it goes downhill, right? Or things, uh, yeah, at the beginning of this 90 days, it's kind of like what people do with New Year's resolutions, right? It starts yeah. out well, and a lot of people end up living their lives in the wrong story. It's like we're living in the wrong genre. We're living in, a, uh, in tragedy. If you, if you end up saying, or people around you say, well, it started out well, but it's a clue that you're living in the wrong genre. You got to know where you are in the story. You got to know where you are in the story. It's not the end of the story. Right, you turn the page, there's another chapter. And, you know, I mean, Heather, I'm not kidding about for your business, for your life. My man died a couple of years ago. A lot of people around, you know, and they know that. I was like, love pouring in from all around the world when that happened. When that happened, I left to leave a week-long, a teacher week-long retreat two days later, you know? And it was the best retreat of my life. I knew it would be. How does, how does that happen? Where do you get the energy to do what you want to do? Or my client who, you know, thought speaking was hard. It spent hundreds of thousands of dollars investing with different people. And she had this story speaking was hard. And it wasn't as she started to change the story on the inside, started having it match what she was saying on the outside. She you know, closed her first $5,000 sale driving home from the talk instead, you know? So, so check and see what genre you're living in. Mm. Do you ever say, wow, it started out well, but, and as soon as you say that, you know, start to make a turn. No, you're not at the end of the story. And, um, and then um, begin the next chapter. Where is it that you want to go? You know, and, and stories, uh, one more piece I want to say, um, you know, stories, they really, we live our lives like story. And there's an amazing um, uh, neuroeconomist, his name is Dr. Paul Zach, and he studied stories. And um, I've been working in this field for over 25 years, words and stories. So it doesn't surprise me, but then the people come along to tell us that, you know, how powerful it is and why it matters. And so um, when people, when, when we learn to tell an empowering story, and if you think, like, I don't spend a lot of time telling you about that shape because you already learned it in high school, but you fell asleep probably in the class, you know, <laughs> forgot it, didn't studied it for the test, you know, there's that rising action. And then there's, there's tension, there's climax and, and so on. A lot of people want to flatline always. Like, I want to tell people the bad stuff or I want to tell people what went wrong. And, you know, so it's not a story. 
or it's a disempowering story, it's, or it's not a story with you know, much shape to it, right? So, so um, but what uh, Paul Zach found, found was that as we engage in story, it, it actually moves people to action, right? It changes levels of uh, cortisol, oxytocin in our brain. It actually changes our bodies, right? And moves people to action, both ourselves and others. So check in, see if you're telling the wrong shape of story. Check in, see if you're telling a disempowering story and start to envision a new kind of story for your business and your life so you can actually do the things that you wrote down on that beautiful 90-day plan. I love that, Michelle. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. What you're saying is that, you know, your internal story is going to be a reflection on on your story that you're presenting, even in person, right? Or just how you're living your business or your your life. And you can actually rewrite your your story. If you don't like how things are going, you don't have to keep engaging in the same story. Yeah, absolutely. And and as we learn to do that, we can do that for our clients as well. Uh, You know, the inner story, the outer story, it's so, they're they're so intimately connected, but most people don't, don't notice, don't even notice the story that's going on in the inside. They're not sure why they got this perfect script and they don't know why it's not, uh, not working out, but there's, there's, um, there's a disconnect, right? When I'm part of my background, I'm a yoga teacher as well. And so like, how do you create that story that's, that's deeply aligned? And let me tell you another story. My, my client, um, Madeline, she, you know, she'd studied with the best teachers. I mean, she spent hundreds of thousands and, and had great structures and had the sales team and was ready with this, this, perfect launch and when I met her she was like cowering under her desk and crying and like sure that she was going to go bankrupt so the stories that were she had all the perfect words you get what I'm saying like she'd been taught and she had the structures and she had 90 day plans she had all those things right and she was so sure that she was going to lose everything that like none of it was working so why wasn't it working? And, and as we started to talk, it wasn't even that that was the story that was bothering her. It sounds, you know, bankruptcy, bad enough, right? But there was a piece of her that she needed to discover that was about, you know, I, I have something inside that I know I want to live up to. I've got a vision. I've got a dream. I'm sure if you're listening to these words, that's you as well, right? You got something to share. And I'm so afraid that I'm not going to live up to that. It was paralyzing. So all the perfect scripts didn't matter. None of it moved until she could see what was actually going on inside. Then find the words that that created an empowering story that moved her team into action, into different kind of action, so she could get the results she was looking for. Started having like successive six-figure months, you know, um, from the, the the verge of bankruptcy, and all from both sussing out the inner story and then from that, you know, what was actually going on, then from that place, telling a very different story. And there's a deep power, Heather, in, you know, when you understand the story, which is the technology of change, we all want to know about change as entrepreneurs, then you can create, again, think Gandhi, think Martin Luther King. You can create a vision, create a story that's so empowering that it releases has other people around them letting go of those old disempowering stories so that your vision your own empowering story prevails and that's really powerful it's in in my life it's necessary i don't know how to do it without that i mean some other people may know right but but if you look at really highly successful people they have mastered story watch them they are amazing storytellers and they are dreamers and they they are aligned hmm 
Yeah, what you're saying, it, it, it's so true and uh, how people connect to stories and how it, it does uh, create these or elicits these uh, changes in people's bodies where they kind of light up and going, okay, I, I want to do, you know, I want to do business with you, right? And they feel that alignment. I think what you're talking about is, you know, creating these stories that connect with you on an inner level so that you're feeling not only you're feeling in alignment, because you, you can't do a business if you're not feeling in alignment. And if people don't feel the story that you're telling is, is also you know, connecting to them, then they're not gonna wanna do business with you. So that kind of leads me to the next question about presenting, you know, giving your presentation, giving a story. I mean, I'm sure that you have listened to presentations where your eyes are glazed over and you felt like that, person was lifeless. So let's, let's talk about that and what we need to be mindful of when presenting. Yeah. And it's what we all fear, isn't it? Both in being yeah. in the audience. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, I really want to go home. Right? We've felt that before, right? Or when we're speaking, it's like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? Are they going to be engaged and so on, right? And one of the things that, uh, a couple of things, like sometimes people get so caught up in the words and I've been teaching people about words and stories I can say for over 25 years. And sometimes they say it's all about the words. And it's not about the words. It's not about the words. And it's not about the stories. It's about um, where we start from first. And then like, one of my clients came to me, I, I was speaking to another person across the room and I was talking about my life and how much I loved my life and how aligned it was. And I wasn't making it, I was just a private conversation. She ended up working with me, you know, um, within a couple of days. I, I wasn't looking for that at all. It wasn't even, I wasn't on stage. It was a private moment. And so people go like, how does that happen, Michelle? Like, and then like, can I have, can I harness that power? Not only like when I'm in a networking, in a room networking with somebody else, but, but from the stage. And I've, I've had people go from, you know, gaining like $20,000 spots on stage, like the equivalent to them for free in, in front of audiences of hundreds when they've been trying for years and couldn't get in. So what was the difference? Let me give you just one, uh, one piece of advice, one clue. Most people make a mistake in and around um, the audience and it, like, uh, not paying attention to who their audience is mm. and then what the purpose is. What is it? What's the purpose? And they think the purpose is to get this point across or they think the purpose is to whatever it is. It's usually not the thing they think it is, right? There's a deeper level purpose. And sometimes it's people get so caught up. It's like me, 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 and I got to get it across. And there's so much ego, right? But when I can know that it's about the person who's there in front of me, and what is it that they need? And what is it that they want? And I, I mistake, I, I see this over and over again. And even with professional speakers, as people speaking to audiences of hundreds, thousands, I've worked with so many speakers, right? Um, that um, they think that the hero of the journey is themselves. Mm. That's not, has nothing to do with that, right? What's that person in the audience? Who are they? What do they want? What do they need? What's their journey? So we have even the wrong idea. It's like, I'm going to tell my own heroic story to people about what's going, what's going on and what they can do and, and so on and so forth. And there's so much that is kind of rammed down people's throats. And instead, it's like, you know, what, um, what does that person want? What does that person need? What does that person envision? Can I, can I envision what their story is? And you know, there's that classic arc that Joseph Campbell talks about. And that's part of what, it's one example of a story arc that Paul Zach was talking about that 
inspires people, moves people to action. I mean, people, even strangers donating to a, a cause, it brings out the highest in us. When we can tap into, again, very classical storylines, but we need to know who's at the center of the journey. And um, we need to understand what, um, um, what, what the purpose is. Mm. And it may not be the purpose that, that, that we think. The purpose might be about the, about the host. The purpose might be about um, um, serving and assisting them. I've uh, had people um, come and, and um, buy, buy products from me when I, or services from me in, in, a, in a talk that I wasn't even talking about my own work. People have come to me and said, Michelle, but you were on stage and you didn't even tell them about what you do. Well, how did that happen? Because it's not when I am aligned. Am I always aligned? No, right? <laughs> I'm learning too. But when I'm aligned, um, it, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about what, what can I do for that person in front of me, right? So, so who's, the, who's at the center of the journey? Yeah. Uh, I love that distinction because I think all too often when people are speaking, they are talking more about themselves and they're not relating it back to them. So I think you just really opened up uh, kind of probably a, a, a lots of uh, ideas and aha moments for people that are watching this right now. And, and what you said, like really knowing your audience um, ahead of time before you're speaking. I mean, do you find it's different? Like, let's just say if you're speaking to a group of entrepreneurs, whether it be female or male, and executives, you know, people working in the corporate wor world, you know, you know, really knowing what those two different audiences are. Like, how have you found that uh, to be different? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't do a lot of work in corporate. It's just mm -hmm. not my area, Heather. So, I mean, I can't tell you much about that, but I have clients who do. And, um, and uh, let me see, what, what's the most important thing I could tell you? Um, whether it's you're speaking from stage or it's a one-on-one, -on -one, uh, it's a, a sales conversation, or you're networking, um, when you can listen into what, first you gotta be able to listen into what your own story is, and most people don't know what's going on inside, and, but you know how it is, is those people, it's like you don't, something feels off and you can't even put your finger on it, right? And, um, and, and sometimes they're pushing because they feel afraid, and, and, and so, can, can first, can I tap in and find out what's going on inside me first, or I'm never going to have the possibility of finding out what's inside that other person. Again, that's the yoga teacher background in me, right? So yoga for many, many, many years. And uh, so can I find that alignment first within me? And then can I listen to what's underneath that other person's words? So can I get to know uh, some people in the audience? You know, Heather, I, I kept asking you, like, tell me more. Tell me about your people. Tell me where we're going to be. Tell me who they are. I, I want to know everything that you can tell me about them so that I can serve. So that I can serve. And so uh, rather than kind of one blanket statement, well, so in corporate over here and do this, and then over here uh, when it's not in corporate, you know, who... It, it, I, I don't think there's necessarily those, those, I, mean, I could give you a few guidelines, but it's not really those blanket rules. You got to be able to listen, got to be listen, able to listen underneath, know even one person in that audience and, and, and what moves them, what do they dream of, what are they not telling you that they don't even know that they're not telling you about what really matters. And um, I mean, I'll give you an example. One of my clients, she was doing um, photos for um, uh, moms. And so she was addressing what seemed like their top of mind problem because they want a really beautiful photo of their baby for their album. And because that's a legacy and all those things, it had nothing to do with that. What these moms wanted was a break, right? 
They wanted someone to take care of their baby just for a moment so that, uh, so that they could have some time to themselves, but they couldn't say that because that's not right. That's what not, not what moms are supposed to want. That's not, they're supposed to want the happy pictures, but as long as you stay at that surface level of they want the happy pictures of the baby, right? <laughs> They're not going to be moved. So, so can you investigate? Can you ask questions? Can you be, you know, humble? Can you, can you um, learn a little bit about it? And then know, uh, you know, be in touch with somebody who knows the, the technology of story. I mean, and then how to apply it. I mean, when I left uh, university over 10 years ago now, well, I know all about story, you know, like I'm, people had, that my students had nominated me for teaching awards. I know how to teach this. A lot of them came to me. It's like, Michelle, it's the best class I've taken in four years at university. So I, you know, came out, I'm like, wow, I could do this, right? <laughs> but I didn't, you know, you've changed my life, right? And, you know, to start up, my income was negative to start out with, right? It wasn't until years later, it was like how to, you know, have that first $30,000 a month and then week and then day and so on, right? But it's like, how do you, um, I, I had to learn how to apply it. And I had to learn to listen to what, what people were like outside here in the world, right? What do they want? What do they need? So I, I'm sorry that's not like one simple cookie cutter answer, but I don't think it comes in a cookie cutter way. Not when we're being real, not when we're connected, not when we're talking to people and actually trying to make a difference. Can I listen well? Mm, I love that, Michelle. No, I mean, what you're talking about goes so deep. It goes beyond like here are the three points I'm going to make on, you know, in a presentation or here's my sales conversation. You're adding another layer of depth. And, and to me, what I am hearing is it's your, you're connecting to yourself and you're connecting to that other person to create transformation. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's the bottom line. Uh, and I love that. I, I think what you're sharing is so beautiful. And the women that are listening, I think they're getting lots of great information and, and to, uh, you know, really add to this conversation, anything else that you want to include that you really feel uh, will take, a, take everyone to the next level with, with uh, you know, the power of, of story and inspiring people. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a second here too, because did I, I wanted to make sure that I, I, I fulfilled on my promises. Did I say the things that, that I, I, I promised they would hear here? So I'm just pausing for a second. Did I say those things? And um, yeah, I believe I did. So, so the question was, what's one thing you'd like me to leave them with? One thing that, tell me, tell me, ask me the question again. Yeah, like, you know, we talked about the importance of knowing that there's stories everywhere, um, knowing what stories to share and, and different ways of how those stories evolve through sales conversations. Um, to me, it really ties into really understanding and being your authentic self. So if we take this up and the next level. Let, let's just say in the next 90 days, I want to create this powerful story. Like I, I want to be the champion. I want to be the superhero. What else do you think that we really need to know in order to get there? Yeah, got it. Um, one of the biggest things I could suggest is the very first thing coming to my mind. <laughs> there's like, um, I have a free gift for your people. Yes. Please go and read that. It's called Anatomy of an Empowering Story. And it goes into more detail than, I, than we have time for here about, you know, what creates that shape of the empowering story. Here are some more examples. What's the biggest mis story mistake that people make and so on. So that's the, the very first thing that I want to say is please do that. And I, I want to say I had a disempowering story about that myself at first. I thought, you know, um, 
this is what I did my PhD on. This is what I work with my high level clients on. Some of them worked with me for a year, two, three, four, five, six. I can't get this down in a few pages and tell people about it, right? So I had to get through that disempowering story myself in order to share that with people. So that's, that's one thing that I would suggest. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And the other thing that I would suggest, know that you have the power to create a very different story in your life, in your company, and in your world. If you don't like the results you're getting, even if everyone around you is saying, you've touched so many lives, you've, you've got a six-figure, seven-figure business, you look at the lives you're changing, you've got this nonprofit over here, and, and your team is amazing, and, but somewhere inside you, you know, like you know, like you know, it, it could be more. Trust that. Know that. Know that it's possible to make a leap, and it can happen more quickly than you think. When you understand this technology of story, when you understand what's running always beneath, uh, it's kind of like the software that's running our lives and we, and we don't even know it. So learn about um, the ways that story works and you'll be astonished at how you see the stories working in the people around you, your team, your joint venture, venture partners, your clients, uh, your, your friends, your family, your world. Find out um, what, know that you can do it. Take a leap, trust, and change when your body isn't feeling good and you don't like the results you, you've got. And then you can really make that impact that you are meant to make on this planet. I love that, Michelle. It, it just, you know, you're so authentic. I, I love the fact that you're talking about story as it relates to a technology. Um, I think that's really uh, brilliant. And I, I really believe that women are going to walk away today feeling empowered, wanting to change their story. So uh, thank you again, Michelle, for being my guest today. And I want everyone to grab Michelle's gift. So wherever you're watching or listening, you'll see the uh, download link or button uh, below. So you can go ahead and access her free gift. So Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And did we give them the URL? MichelleGunderson.com forward slash anatomies. And, and then it's also yes. the button right here, right? So love Perfect. to uh, connect with you. Reach out to me. Let me know what has helped you, what has served you. I'm so happy to be in service here. So happy to be with you here, Heather. Thank you so much for inviting me to help and serve your people. My pleasure. My pleasure. And again, I encourage everyone to download that gift and implement, implement everything, really absorb this information that Michelle has generously given us here today, um, that, that you are powerful. You're here to create transformation and it does start with you. So you've got your homework for, from now until the next 90 days to really create some amazing things in your business and your life. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So I hope you enjoyed this masterclass. Now, my question for you is, what are you going to do in the next 90 days? I want you to take action that is aligned with your ambitious goal. You know, when I work with clients, I actually show them how to change the neuroplasticity of their brain. And part of the process is really understanding, you know, what goal, what action that I want to take is actually 
in alignment with my vision and mission and purpose. So you want to make sure that you have that. Uh, my other ask is to consider uh, doing the Fearless and Fabulous Female Bundle. That is an upgrade and it's $97. It runs throughout the summit. The reason why that's important is number one, it's going to accelerate the rate in which you start attracting your success with some of the strategies that uh, these experts are offering you. Uh, number two, it's actually going to support a cause called She Should Run. As I mentioned earlier, it's about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. As women, we are so powerful. And I believe we're really living in an interesting time that we can change the world with our work. So again, I hope you consider the Fearless and Fabulous bundle and I want you to take action, okay? I'm gonna be checking up on you.